Hey guys, I'm Charlotte. And I'm Kat. We're a couple of twos. And welcome to our podcast. On this podcast, you can expect all things Enneagrams, friendship, life, and so much more. Thanks so much for being here with us. Episode two. We're here. Hello, people. (laughs) We're here. We're here. Thank Um, you for joining us. (laughs) It's Late Night Talk Radio. Hey, we have the jazz in the background, too. I wonder if they can hear that. It does not show up on the radio sound waves, so I do not believe that they can hear the jazz, although that would be kind of (laughs) cool. That would be kind of cool. It does feel like late night radio. Okay, well, love that. We do have jazz Christmas library scene where snow is falling outside the background and there's a fire on and just light light jazz Mm -hmm. with a cute little kitten on the TV. Mm -hmm. So cute. Anyways, um, I feel like we should start with a couple disclaimers. First being, so sorry for the audio in the last episode. <laughs> we are trying to figure it out. Um, this is Charlotte. Obviously, sorry, we forgot to say that. I'm Charlotte. Um, and I had like half the volume last time that I should have. So sorry about that, everybody. We're fixing it as best we can. We are not experts um yeah total disclaimer after we recorded our last episode we we said you know we should probably say we are self-proclaimed enthusiasts Uh not experts we do not know much about any of this Mm -hmm. we wanted to name this podcast a couple of twos because we are a couple of twos um Mm -hmm. but we plan to talk about much more things other than other than just the enneagram and how it relates to our lives yeah we're not ex- we're not recording experts nor are we enneagram experts <laughs> or really not anything experts honestly i can't think of anything but um we are jack of all trades yes and we kind of want this to be just like friends talking about life with other friends you know yeah. and we feel like um enneagram is a great way to jump that off for sure so tell us Charlotte. This is Catherine, by the way. Cat. Uh, since we did not introduce ourselves, I am Cat. I'm Char or Charlotte. You can call me whichever. There we go. Whatever you want. Um, what are we talking about today? Um, we are talking about how the type two Enneagram peeps relate and um I guess are with the other types in various relationships. So like what our husbands maybe could be, we will guess. We will theorize. Theorize, yes. We right. will hypothesize. Hypothesize. That's probably what I was thinking of. Um, about what our husbands could be because they have not taken this test, and then we will do our best to guilt trip them into taking the tests at some point in life. But neither of them have a ton of patience to sit down and do that whole thing. So <laughs> we'll see. Hundred and forty something questions is a lot to ask. It is. Um, but want to kind of dive into how we interpret our relationships with other people in our lives that we know their Enneagram also just kind of going through and seeing how type twos interact with each other. Oh yeah. It's interesting. That's exciting. And our personal takes on what that relationship looks like versus what, you know, the scientists say Mm -hmm. it should be or is. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I guess let's start there. Yeah. Let's let's see what the experts say about how a type two interacts with another type two mm-hmm. in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we start that, we want to kind of have like a little like, how was your week? A high and low sort of a situation, a peak in a valley, if you will. Play highs and lows. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a so pretty good I, one this week. You go first. Oh, I'll go first. Okay. Um, so my low this week, it was kind of a low, it was a rough, a little rough start to the week. Um, but also just as a disclaimer, we are recording this in December and releasing it in January. So this week, my husband and I were putting out Christmas lights and we were doing it in the dark because the sun sets it like way too early. And I was just walking through the yard and I didn't remember that it had been raining and that there would be a patch of mud in this one specific spot. And I straight up fell on my ass. <laughs> like oh gosh. all the way, like foot slipped out from under me. I went flying backwards and landed on my ass oh in my a God. puddle of mud. <laughs> and my, <laughs> my whole body... <laughs> was covered in mud like straight covered like I had to get the hose out and basically pressure wash myself like before I could even walk in the house please tell me Karan took a picture he did not oh man he did not that would have been a good moment oh man I wish he had that would have been funny how great of an uncover for this week's Instagram (laughs) post oh my gosh next time we have to remember now from now on we're doing a podcast when embarrassing things happen to us take a photo anyways um so yeah that happened so then I was laying on my butt in the front yard and I knew that I had one neighbor who was walking around walking his dog but I also know that this neighbor is probably not going to say anything like he's gonna slink back into his house as I would if I had witnessed that sort of thing and pretend it didn't happen to spare somebody's ego a little bit you know yeah but I have another neighbor (laughs) Oh no. Who is not that way. There's always one. Um and she I didn't even realize she was outside. Um, I guess she was outside smoking or something, I don't know. But she walked out and was like, Wow, glad I got to see that. <laughs> oh no. Literally. I didn't even know she was there. And so then How I was rude. I know. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, ha 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 ha. Yeah, let me just totally embarrass your entire life. Honestly, like, what do you even say? Like, oh, yeah, me too. Like, what? Thanks for coming to my show. I'll be here all week. Literally. What? No. And she said, I came out to see the pretty lights, but then I got to see a show when you busted your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. Like, I don't even know what to say. It was so weird. Okay, yeah, that's a pretty good low. Yeah, so then I literally proceeded to, like, hose myself off in the front yard, clothed, <laughs> just for the record. Um, we're not just naked in our no, front yard. not naked in the front yard. I'm so glad to know that. Oh, yeah. Um, and, like, limped my way back inside and immediately got in the shower because I was literally covered in mud. Oh, no. Um, and, yeah, so that was my low on a Sunday night. Um, or Monday night. Yeah, Monday night. But at least the lights look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your high? <laughs> I guess. I can't think of another 
Another one. It's been kind of a doozy of a of a start to the week. Um, well, it's only Tuesday. Yeah. So I guess yeah, my high will be that the lights look really pretty and that they're we bought a smart timer. Oh. Uh-huh. So fancy. I'm telling you, from Walmart, the Wally World, they got them. Um, Walmart has everything. They really do. So. Um, it comes on like exactly at 530 every day. Also, can we just talk about how Walmart is far superior to Target these days? <gasps> I know. And it makes me really sad because yeah. don't get me wrong. I love a good Target trip, but love Target. what's happening with the clothes at Target? I don't know, but they're so Walmart bad. Walmart is so superior these days. Walmart is the yeah. new Target in terms of clothes and like maybe we just got old. Being cute. Oh gosh, don't say that. I know. But, like, I don't think any of the clothes in Target are cute anymore. But... I mean, they have, like, some basics that are still Yeah, basics solid. are good. And, like, sometimes their workout clothes are nice. And their PJs are cute. Okay. Stars above PJs. Swear yeah. by them. Yeah. Don't, like... Yeah. Stars above, come at me. Yeah. Let me sponsor you. I literally <laughs> wear nothing but your stars above pajamas. Is that the brand of the shirt you wore to the birthday party? Yep. I live in them. <laughs> it is. I wore it out as a top. <laughs> To a birthday party for a friend at a bar. Oh, my God. My high. I would like to correct my high. (laughs) My high is watching my manager twerk. Who He is a grown man in his 40s. And he was twerking on the dance floor at our work Christmas party. Wearing a green velvet blazer and matching green velvet shoes. His shoes match. Yes, it was incredible. He was essentially the spirit of Christmas twerking on the dance floor. Impressed. It was incredible. And he, like, was that way all night. It was not just one moment. I only caught one moment on video. The rest of it was consistent all night. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty funny. So, that was definitely my high. That's a good high. Good Mm. good high. Good. And we got to celebrate a friend's birthday. That was also up there. Yeah. So, anyways um go for it girl what's your high and low or low and high whichever way you want to go see probably should have started with my high first i kind of brought people down right from the start <laughs> no, no 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 i like the low and then ending on a high note right like, that's true start low that's true um so i guess my low for the week was shopping mm. um i went shopping today and went to like four different stores and could not find anything that i liked that fit i feel like i'm well, you're tall too, but I'm five nine and I have legs for days. Like I'm all legs and pants just do not fit right. They did not make clothes for people our size. Um, no. Everything's too short. <laughs> yeah. Or they like cut off right at a really awkward angle. Yeah. You're um, like right at the height that the clothes are not made for. No. Like right above it. You know what I mean? No. And it's so ironic because my best friend is so short. And whenever we go shopping together, she's like, oh, my gosh, you have to try this. These will be so cute on you. (laughs) And I'm like, I love you, bitch. But those are never going to be long enough for me. You should just take whatever they cut off of the bottom of her pants and add it to the bottom of yours. Right. Literally. Right. Average you out. You're the perfect time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's annoying. Um, PSA to all people out there who do anything with clothes, please make them taller or longer. Yeah, or at least make options. Like even skirts are too short. Mm, skirts that are might be hard. because I have a butt. Might be. You got a great butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, like our friends that are the si- like similar size of 
you are of me, which we are not the same size, but like, like when I have a friend and I'm like, oh my God, I love this store. And I tell her, and she's a similar size as me. And she's like, oh yeah, they have cute stuff, but like they don't have the petite option. So I can't wear it. And I'm like, oh crap. It fits me perfectly at the yeah. knee, you know? Yeah. Or whatever. But then it's like a freaking moo moo on somebody else. <laughs> right. So it's like, I don't yeah. even understand. Like, I feel like most clothes should be tailored. Like it doesn't really make any sense. I you know? know. Yeah. Clothes are hard. It, it makes me not like shopping as much mm-hmm. um, because it's it's just not a, always the greatest experience. Even though I love it when I get a new outfit and then I wear that outfit out because I wear it so many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's okay. I, I feel like, oh, wear it out as in like worn out. Yeah, not worn out. wear it out not in public. wear it out in public. Got well, it. I mean, I, I do wear it out in public, but right, I wear right. it out with around different people who have not seen me right, 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 in said right. outfit at least six times if I can get away with it. Yeah. I feel like shopping is either the best experience because you find a billion things or the worst experience because you can't find a single thing. Yeah. There is really no in between. No, there's none. Mm-mm. So that was my low. Um my high for the week so i think i have two things oh um we love two highs one is i have been renovating my guest bathroom so exciting during this winter season of it being too cold to do anything outside Mm -hmm. for those of us who do not love the cold weather unlike charlotte who thrives in it i I, on the other hand am under like six blankets at all times (laughs) in long sleeves right now in fact yep (laughs) yeah um i have been renovating and decided i've hated this bathroom since we moved in it is actually a full bath but it is off of our den area which should be a half bath because there's no bath bedroom anywhere close to it. Yeah. But but I think people could have used those downstairs rooms for bedrooms in the past, maybe. Possibly. Maybe, but it's still kind of like an awkward location. Yeah. Like, imagine if you had to walk from, like, your husband's <laughs> office to that bathroom in a towel. You're basically going upstairs mm-hmm. to get to that section. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not an ideal location but Mm -hmm. it's dark it's dungy it was very much builder grade the tile on the floor is not like diagonal it it's not even with the walls it's off center really oh yeah next time you go in there look at it i've never noticed that i mean that's kind of one of those things you don't notice until you're making changes but um wow that's wild Um, the tile is not straight and there's no window in this bathroom it is just it felt gross so I wanted to redo it and I have done it all by myself my sweet husband did help me with the electrical work because this house is wired in yeah all the wrong ways I have no idea what they were doing yeah when they put wiring in this house but that's my high is that it's a good one I'm almost done with the renovation and it looks so good and I'm so excited about it and I actually really love that bathroom now so good and hey that should be our post for instagram or at least within it okay yeah i'll post mm-hmm. something um and then my other high was definitely our friend's birthday yeah um we went to a gaming bar mm-hmm. which was so cool as mm-hmm. somebody who i'm a very avid gamer i actually am gonna plug myself here plug. I, I was gonna ask if i could if you did another instagram <laughs> and twitch account that's cozy cat um that is with k it's cozy with a k mm-hmm. 
And then um, cat with a K. <laughs> and yes, and cat with a K. Poor cat, me. I'm a, hi. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I post cozy gaming content and just lifestyle content, um, and also just kind of all gaming stuff. But I chose the name cozy because I like to be cozy at all times. Mm. Um, Love that. So somebody who is a, b- a big avid gamer going to a bar where it was not super loud. There are PC gamers sitting in circles playing games on like cute little dates and mm-hmm. they're fabulous drinks. And then we all get to play like Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. and Xbox and whatever other gaming systems. They have everything. Yeah, they had a PS5. So cool. We mm-hmm. walked in that bar. I looked at my husband and I was like, this is where I would like date night to be on from now on. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. It was so fun. It was so unique too. I've never it been was. anywhere like that. It was very unique. Um, mm-hmm. So we will be back. Yeah. But that was my high. That was a good one. They're pretty equal in my brain. Yeah. It was really fun. I love that she even found that place. She is like this particular friend, research wizard. Impressive. Like Could comes never. up with stuff that you're like, how did you find that in a million years? It's, it's so impressive. So impressive. Yeah. If anybody ever needs anything, let us know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, we can get you about five different articles mm-hmm. and back like... <laughs> factual information yeah. very quickly yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say she charges 30 dollars an hour yeah for sure <laughs> she might have to venmo her i'm gonna make that money for her but um <laughs> she's pretty incredible at it it's crazy for sure mm-hmm. well great high low love that game yeah i um, love that i like that we should do that every time now getting to the meat yeah now let's dive into how we interact or relate to all of the enneagram types we're just gonna start with one and see how far we get in this episode and maybe make two out of it. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I guess we were talking about doing how twos interact with their twos since we are both Oh, type true. Two. Sorry. Start with two. Wait, no, start with one. It's fun. Okay. Okay. Because we're right, right after one. <laughs> true. I don't know that I know anyone that is a one. What's it called? The reformer. Ooh. Actually, let's look at what a t- who and what a type one is okay. before... Do you want to look it up really quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I am just curious. I don't know anything about type ones. I... But it's also one of our wing signs. So being... We should probably know more. A one, we should know more. Okay, one, the reformer. It is the rational, idealistic type, principled, purposeful, self-controlled, and perfectionistic golly i couldn't say that okay so many of those are my qualities yeah they are <laughs> maybe that's why you're it's maybe so my it's one so is a strong wing yeah i think this was me when i was younger a lot more i don't think this applies to me very much anymore i used to be super perfectionisty <laughs> making up words left and right um i'm very much a perfectionist now i'm not now i would i would not I would not identify that way. You know what? I bet you my childhood best friend is the reformer. I bet you she is. Not just in the perfectionist type way, but we principled, make... purposeful, self-control, rational. Oh, she is so type one. I wonder if my husband is a type one. I wonder. He is one of the most rational people. We are hypothesizing. I'm going to get her to take this and my husband. I will force Every that. single person we know in our lives mm-hmm. is now going to be required to take this yeah. test. We need parents too. Oh, yeah. <gasps> that would be fascinating. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay. For sure. And I want to know. 
I'm nosy. I know, me too. <laughs> I don't like, and I want to send her this test and not tell her what I am so that she doesn't like skew the questions. Oh, yeah. You know? No, 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 we can't. Well, mm. the people who know about this podcast know what we are, but that's okay. We got to get them to take it before we release in January. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas holiday homework. Yes, please. Um, Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Definitely see how I might have a strong wing wing of one. Yeah. But mostly, f- I'm not necessarily the most rational person in the world. But I wouldn't say I'm irrational. I think I, that's just probably not one of the qualities that I'm identifying with. Um, trying to think of scenarios. I think you're pretty rational. I think you're rational... Like, when making choices, I think you are incredibly rational. Yeah, that's fair. But I think, like, in your day-to-day life, like, it doesn't... Like, rational does not mean emotionless. You know what I mean? Fair. Yeah. True. hmm Well, Enneagram 1s and 2s and mm-hmm. how they are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. This is, again, referring from the Enneagraminstitute.com. We will link in the description below. Yes. So that if you would like to learn more, you're welcome to look. Yes. Um, obviously, type twos and ones are complementary since they both offer the other the example of their own qualities. Um, they are both wings of each other. If you are a type one, type two is your wing as well as type nine. Um, if you are a type two, your wings are one and three. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that they would be complementary of each other. Mm-hmm. Both types are highly dutiful and are attracted to service roles and occupations. Oh my gosh, my best friend is in the medical field. It's very interesting. It's crazy. Go ahead. Sorry. Actually, it literally says both may be teachers, ministers, or healthcare workers. <gasps> That's crazy. Who have long hours and many responsibilities. Wow, she does. She does. <laughs> I love that Why do I sound like neither that? of us are in service roles. However, no. I was in hospitality for a very long time. Mm. So. Yeah. Technically, I do consulting. <laughs> I mean, so do I. So. I'm helping them. Yeah. <laughs> with their accounting. <laughs> anyway, it's okay. Sorry. Um, one in two couples are often professionals whose work takes them out of the house and requires the focus of their attention to be on the needs of others, not on the relationship itself or even on themselves personally. Wow. People in this kind of relationship are often usually mature and independent and able to obtain their emotional needs from a variety of people and connections, including their professional roles. They bring high ideals, strong ethical standards, and desire to serve, to serve others to the relationship itself Mm. keeping the relationship strong and in touch with solid values and practical perspectives Mm -hmm. um says Mm -hmm. a couple things about like shared values definitely you know nurturing feelings um twos have that one don't necessarily allow themselves to have Mm -hmm. um but the type two helps the type one soften and relax um, because type ones tend to be a little bit more rigid and uptight in that yeah. sector. Yeah. On the other hand, ones bring integrity, conciseness, responsibility, and consistency. Again, I think my husband might be a type one. He might be. <laughs> um, he really, I need to know now. Ones commit strongly, which makes the two feel secure and that they won't be abandoned, even though that is very strongly 
in my being a Scorpio. Mm. Very, very loyal in the way that I bring commitment very hard to everything. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, my like I have never once in a million years thought that my like my best friend would ever ever not be my best friend like she we got a matching tattoo at that point you're like yeah you're here forever you know what i mean yeah if you once you commit to a tattoo she's here forever yeah like she is one of the most loyal people in the whole world if anything i've been the distant one occasionally and i've she's had to like draw me back in just because i get distracted easily (laughs) (laughs) not for any reason yeah yeah for sure Mm -hmm. um Okay, so trouble spots or issues. Mm, I bet that's going to be one of them. <laughs> Ones feel that life is serious business mm-hmm. and they that work must always come before play. Mm-hmm. The lower impulses of the self must be held tightly in check. While twos feel like they must take care of everyone else's needs before they are allowed to have needs themselves. So it tends to be a kind of difficult balance. Mm. Um. Both ones and twos find it difficult to talk about what they're actually feeling, which is going in, like, what's actually going on in the relationship and what they want in the relationship. Mm. Neither of us are, well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm in a relationship with, we don't, we don't know what our partners are. (laughs) We do not know. Um, But I think all men have, well, most men have difficult yeah expressing their feelings and needs and emotions Mm -hmm. yeah ironically though my my husband is uh pisces (laughs) so he might have a little easier time than most men but that's just he can't help it um (laughs) yeah well sweet little pisces baby he's a sweet baby Mm -hmm. um because ones and twos find it difficult to talk about what they're actually feeling what's going on in the relationship and what they want in this kind of relationship, there are often ulterior motives and unsatiated agendas. With no one able to admit that they are not getting what they want, much less that they need or might be happy or fulfilled with something else. Hmm. Interesting. Um, That's kind of a bummer. I hope he's not a type 1. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I mean, there's a whole lot more, but that's just kind of what's popping out to me when I'm looking at this. Yeah. Um, so this also says twos can see ones as too impersonal and unconcerned with others and not sympathetic or charitable enough. Hmm. Do I see other people that way? I'm like, I know that's actually not how they are. Yeah. But does my brain sometimes go, maybe? Yeah. I think, um, also because, like, we... I don't know if all type twos are this way, but you and I tend to be fairly expressive people. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> it gets us in trouble sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And so when somebody tells us something or when somebody is sharing or something, we are very, like, expressive. Like, we are we showing. Details. Yes. We are showing our concern. We are showing our excitement, whatever it is. So, anyways, I guess in summary... um. I guess in summary, we are wings of each other. So we do have things in common, but we just might express it differently. Definitely a little bit harder to communicate sometimes. Yeah, it can be for sure. 
Um, I would definitely be interested to know more of who we mm-hmm. have in our lives that are type ones. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make everyone we know yeah, we are. take the Enneagram test now so that we <laughs> can find out. So yeah. watch out yeah. if you know us. Yeah. You're required to take this test from now on. Thank you. <laughs> but I do think that like a type one and a type two can have a wonderful relationship of whatever it is as long as you're thoroughly communicating. I mean, I think any... Well, we'll Enneagram find out, I guess, type we? <laughs> can have a good relationship. I think mm-hmm. it's just like any relationship in your life. You have to figure out how you best work together. Mm-hmm. I think the key in this one is communication. Because I think if you assume whatever they're feeling and thinking based on yeah. what you're perceiving as a type two, you're perceiving things incorrectly, essentially, is what we have just learned. I think we as type twos sometimes perceive things incorrectly though oh yeah because we're over perceiving right <laughs> overthinking uh-huh. over perceiving maybe feeling some insecurities of are we loved enough yeah i don't know yeah okay now the long-awaited type two and type two yes <laughs> um do you want to read this part or do you want me to I'm scared I'm going to mess it up. You read. Okay. You're the public speaking reader. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. What each type brings to the relationship? Double twos. Mm-hmm. Um, with all double type relationships, two Enneagram twos. Wow, that's a lot of twos. Bring many of the same qualities to each other. Therein lies both a main source of the attraction as well as one of the main pitfalls of this pair. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Um, healthy two couples bring a high level of warmth, affection, and sensitivity to each other. Mm. They are genuinely concerned about the welfare of their partner and of the relationship itself, and they are willing and able to put a considerable amount of energy to make sure that all is well. A double two pair has a high level of communication and checking in between them two. Wow, ain't that true? Mm, <laughs> so real. Two twos would have no problem discussing how they feel, inquiring about the other's health, and how things are going at work and so forth. Oh. Our entire relationship. Literally the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. They would also be delighted to help support the efforts of their partner in whatever ways they could. Both individually and as a couple, they are thoughtful, observant of people's needs, generous and respectful of boundaries and the need of others to be independent and to learn things on their own. Hmm. Healthy twos can express enormous affection for others while at the same time letting them go appropriately. They can also find a balance between themselves as a couple and each of them as an individual. Um... Potential trouble spots Mm. or issues. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, first, I feel like all of that is literally our entire friendship. (laughs) We're not obviously a couple or in a relationship, but, (laughs) you know, I think that is interchangeable in this, in this uh, example. Well, and like, sometimes you ask me about things that I don't even remember telling you about. You know what I mean? Like, I will not even remember having mentioned whatever happened with my coworker, and you're like oh my god yeah i've been meaning to ask you what happened with blah 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 and i'm like how do you even remember that i don't even remember that you know i think i just probably got really loud okay let me back up but anyways um 
That's crazy because my memory is mine too. so bad. Mine too. But I can remember things about you. You know what I mean? And yes. like I think about your family all the time. Why am I thinking about your family? You know what I mean? Like, it's just <laughs> like random, but okay. It's so silly and random, but it's, it's so true. I think about them and I wish them well and all the things. Yeah, um, I do that too with a lot of people. I'm like, right. oh, I wonder how their parents are doing. Right. Why, when did I become 90 years old? Exactly. Exactly. I guess not 90. When did I become 50 and my parents? <laughs> and I think probably the good communication is... I think probably what will be very like key to podcasting together also in the long term and what has helped a lot so far. Yeah. Um, I think we constantly check in with each other. Like literally constantly. Like literally constantly. It's totally a high for me. It's absolutely a high. But if you say like, yeah, I'm fine. I can tell by your text message you're not actually fine. In like five minutes, you're going to say, actually, like I can literally tell. I can genuinely tell. And I just am like, okay. <laughs> I just wait. I'm going to support you for now, uh-huh. but this is a lie. Uh-huh. I'm just like, mm-hmm, yeah, you just give it five minutes. You're not going to be fine in five minutes. Um, I'll be here when you're ready to talk about right, it. Right, 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 right. Um, we might be in denial. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, but so. that part of our relationship is totally always a high for me of yeah. being like, hey, just checking in on you. And right. the fact that we, I, I mean, it might just be that we are very intuitive people in general. That's true, too. But I feel like that feeling, of the, even if it's over text, I'm like, I just have a gut feeling. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm reaching out to you for a reason. Yeah. Like, you need to talk about something. Mm-hmm. Even though we have not communicated at all, no. nothing has happened that I'm aware of. Right. I just, like, a feeling. and like, I need to reach out to this person. Mm-hmm. But that's with a lot of people. I get that, too. Well, you know, it's funny. Well, you know, but they don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in our, like, mutual group of friends that we have, the girls, we have often texted people at the same time yeah. individually and not communicated and about had it. no idea the other one was doing that and or or like one of us has and we've told the other one about it and the other one has been like oh my god i was gonna do that i'm glad we didn't do that at the same time you know what i mean so it would have looked like we were talking about them right. behind their backs and we were not at all not it even just, a little bit we our brains just work that way literally so i think maybe like intuitive but i think also like being hyper empathetic yeah plays into that quite a bit yeah for sure um so that and then also like you're my only friend really other than the ones that live out of town that i talk to on the phone and it's so much easier for me to just pick up the phone and call you like i don't even think about it i'm like um vehicle call cat (laughs) it's like okay like it's the quick it's like i it's like calling my mom like i just pick up the phone and call you i don't even think about it you know what i mean same with you yeah yeah and i'm like if i don't answer something's wrong like i'm definitely gonna answer you know there's very few people who i actually pick up the phone and call and Mm -hmm. i i prefer to talk on the phone like if Mm -hmm. it's even if it's something quick it's like hey i'm gonna bug you for two minutes what's this or what are we doing with this and then it's Uh like okay bye yeah the first time you called me just to talk I was driving. You were driving quite a distance, I think, if I remember correctly. I was correctly. going from Georgia to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, which are bordering states, so maybe not quite a distance, but a long time I mean, for a first phone call. It's five and a half hours. Yeah. Um, we spoke for like an hour and a half, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only reason we hung up is because somebody else called you. 
<laughs> and I remember being like, oh my God, Kat's calling me. I wonder if everything's okay. And being, you know, like concerned for a minute because we hadn't spoken on the phone yet and our friendship progress. Um, and then, so I think I answered like timidly, like you did. nervous, you know? And then we started talking and I was like, oh, I hope she knows I'm not nervous. I hope she knows I want to talk on the phone. Like, I remember thinking, like, I hope she calls me again. (laughs) (laughs) Like, because I just wanted you to know, like, I wasn't, um, like, nervous. Like, I didn't want to talk to you. I was just nervous because I don't talk to very many people on the phone. You know what I mean? Like, I did very much want to talk to you. No, I didn't think that at all. I totally thought when... First of all, I knew I had never called you before either. So I was nervous to call you. I was like, is she going to be like, why are you calling me? Uh And I was just calling to chat because I was driving a long distance, was bored, wanted to talk to somebody. And I was like, oh, I'm going to call Charlotte. Uh Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, that was such a great conversation. We talked about so many things, but it was Mm -hmm. just funny to me um, that you felt that way because I, once we started talking, I remember you being like, did you just call just to chat? I was like, yeah. yeah Cause I was, I was like, did something happen? Like my, you know, first fear was like, make sure nothing's wrong, yeah. you know? And then no, I was I, like, I okay, called. let's just chat. Just to chat. And you were, I remember getting off that call and you being like, I'm so glad you called me. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah. And That's I, why I texted you because I was like, I really hope you didn't think that like, I didn't want you to call me based on my reaction. No, you know what I mean? Not at all. Isn't that hilarious? I think this, this us talking about our first phone communication is the epitome of everything you just read. And that's on being a type two. Oh my God. Literally. I just, I can't, I'm imagining our friends that are other types having this conversation and they would be like, no, I don't care. <laughs> Like, they would not have had this long of a conversation about no. it. But um, I just truly felt all of those things. And it's crazy that that is the epitome of what you just read. Also, what's so funny is I feel... I remember that conversation so vividly. Me and I too. feel like that is where our friendship, like, uh-huh. totally sparked. Well, you started the conversation... Well, once I said, did you just call to chat? And you were like, yeah. You started that by saying, I just feel like we're like... Real, like we just have a great connection and we're just going to be really good friends and I was like yeah please be my really good friend like I was like ah, I would love that you know what I mean I don't remember saying that I vividly remember you saying Go that me. that was brave I know I felt like we were like on a date and you were telling me you liked me you know what I mean like it felt like so like brave and bold and I was like yes yes I want that please be my friend Wow, I'm proud of past I me. I did I not know. know where I said that. I know, me too. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Something in me was like, you should call Charlotte. Charlotte's your girl. Yeah. And here I am, being a girl. Being your Yay. girl. <laughs> that's so funny. I know. Wow, that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So what are our pitfalls? Yeah. <laughs> we went down that. Probably that taking us 45 minutes to talk about. That train. <laughs> um. <sighs> Okay, potential trouble spots or issues. A situation where both people are so feeling oriented mm-hmm. may make better friends and work associates than they do intimate partners. Well, sold. <laughs> no, no issues there. <laughs> Here we are. 
The reason is that both are concerned with questions of value and self-worth, identity and gaining validation from others. Mm. Their particular set of emotional needs can make this pair more prone towards secret jealousy and competition with each other about who is more loved, who is the center of attention, or who is being sought out more frequently for advice or for social events and so mm. forth. That's really, I can see that. Like in... Like, if we were dating, yeah, I can see that happening. Like, all of that. I can literally see every single one of those. At least for me. I can see me being insecure enough about that. Yeah. You know? I also... I mean, do you ever feel that way in our friendship? Like, with our girls group? About, like, how we interact with other friends and other, like, people? Um... I guess jealousy or insecurities. Do you? I think I get the insecurities part sometimes. Like in comparison to me? Or do you mean like just as you in the group? As me in the group. Okay. Um. Because I feel like you always, like you're my brain sister. Like you definitely yeah. know what I mean when I say things. And it doesn't always come out the way that I intend for it to. <laughs> and you're like... I know exactly what you're saying, and, like, I get you. I got like, you, girl. So, anyways, in summary, what she meant by that was... Yes. <laughs> like, things like that where I'm like, oh, yeah. my gosh, my insecurities just skyrocketed. Yeah. No one else in this room understands me except for you. <laughs> I I think... Like, do you ever feel that way? Um, I feel like you're really good at communicating your feelings and thoughts, though. I think I... I think sometimes in our group, I am more focused on everybody else than I am me. So I actually don't know how much I am being myself in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like when we hang out in a group, maybe with like the person to my left, I'll have like a one-on-one conversation where I'm being very much myself. But when we're like speaking in a group setting, like if you're telling a story about your week, I'm like trying to help validate that for you rather than thinking about me you know what I'm saying so I'm not really even being myself (laughs) I mean I am in the sense that I would love to validate you but I like you express yourself as your personality more you know what I'm saying than I do I think I'm a little bit more reserved in like the full group talking setting you know what I mean that's so interesting that you think that because I think the exact opposite (laughs) really (laughs) shut up I think that you are so eloquent and able to like express yourself and talk about like who you are and your beliefs and how you like go about your life in the world and I'm over here like fumbling through trying to communicate (laughs) no I well I don't I really don't think so I can see why you would feel that way about yourself but I really hear every word that you're trying to say you know what I mean like I don't but that's right there that is my example of my insecurity (laughs) because I feel like you hear me and get me because our brains work the same way Mm -hmm. while I other people like in any group setting not just our girl group like may not hear and understand (gasps) and interpret what I'm communicating like sometimes people just look at me they're like uh Uh uh-huh so if we're talking what? about in any group setting, yeah, dog, that happens to me all the time. Yeah. No, literally all the time. Yeah. I very much agree with that. Um, yeah. Like in my other group of friends, I I think I regularly get misunderstood. <laughs> but I, I think I tend to be the more like 
go with the flow goofy person in that group. Nobody else is really on my, other than my husband, but he's <laughs> in a different way. Um, nobody else I would perceive as really goofy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think um, sometimes when I'm saying something serious, it doesn't get perceived as serious. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Or maybe like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like, even in work, like people maybe don't take me as seriously. Like I feel the need to repeat myself. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think people are taking me very seriously because I want, I think, I think in settings where maybe like a more professional setting or something, I don't want to be like threatening to anybody. I want to be like an amicable coworker that you feel comfortable talking to, you know? So then when I do need to be taken seriously, it might be a little bit more difficult. (laughs) Yeah. Or I might come off incredibly intimidating because all of a sudden I just flipped from buddy in the office to, to like instructor in the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh God, she got real serious real fast. Yeah. Um, one other thing that they brought up is um I guess the the port the part about like emotional needs make this pair more prone to like secrecy and jealousy and competition with each other about who's more loved, who's more like the center of attention. Mm-hmm. I think what sticks out to me is who's being sought out more frequently for advice or for social events. Mm. Does that ever pop up? Like it doesn't for me. Like I feel like you and I have an equal amount of like people reaching out to us. At least that's how it feels to me. Yeah. Um. Um, I'm going to answer this in two parts. Okay. Because <laughs> I actually have a lot to say about that, which is odd. Um, if we were dating, yeah, I would be really jealous of you. I can, I can see that so clearly. 1000%. I would be so jealous of you because I think maybe people come to me for advice and stuff, but I'm not like your friend that you want to invite to a black tie wedding. <laughs> Why? Yeah, like, I just think I'm more, like, earthy. <laughs> I don't know what the word is. That is not You know true. what I mean? Like, I'm, like, your friendly neighborhood crazy plant lady. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just a little bit more, I guess a little bit less eloquent, I think, maybe. You know? Or maybe that's not the word. Elegant, maybe. I think I perceive you as very elegant. Aww. You're just an elegant lady. Well, I do not think that you are just the, I mean, you... <laughs> are a plant mom yeah, yeah for yeah. lots of plants yeah yeah friendly plug here real quick i also have an instagram <laughs> i was about to say anyways um uh, no yes plugging oh i'll Charlotte's. put it i'll put both of our stuff in the in the description please follow us and like mm-hmm. us um yeah mine is called charlie's greenhouse because my grandfather called me charlie which is also like a formal nickname for charlotte so fun fact um but anyways, okay, so that's my little piece there. Um, I, I did feel a little pang of jealousy when other friends of mine, like just mine, started inviting you to things individually. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. We're cool with that. Um... But I think that that would happen to me with, like, any friend. Like, I think when friends start connecting that you introduced, yeah, it feels, like, kind of weird for a minute. You yeah. know what I mean? And you're like, 
oh god (laughs) i don't know why it just feels vulnerable like you didn't go through me to invite this person to something that we're all attending right um yeah it just feels very vulnerable like you're exposed for some reason (laughs) i totally get that i don't know why um i don't think that's because of how our friendship is i think that's that would be me with literally any friend and it has been me with a couple of other friends as well and being like you know not just being an insecurity i think Mm -hmm. that's fair I like of these talking points I don't feel that way about you at all but I do think if it was in a relationship like in a dating situation I would be really jealous yeah why is that that's so I don't know that's like as a friend I'm like yeah go girl absolutely I'm rooting on like I am your biggest cheerleader through and through yeah like I'm rooting for you I'm also gonna be like whoa wait wait. you have such great insight and so many great thoughts I want to know what you have to say so like Mm -hmm. let me in on this advice Mm -hmm. even though it may not be anything that I need (laughs) I might just like file it away for future I just want it for knowledge sake yeah but I totally get feeling that ping of like insecurity when Mm -hmm. people you introduce to each other all of a sudden start yeah talking to each other outside of you yeah I think that the reason that we are able to be more encouraging of each other rather than jealous is because we like get our like fulfillment and stuff from our separate marriages do you know what I mean like we don't we go home and we like talk to our husbands and they are our partners in the sense of like fulfillment and like all the things that we need in that sense. You know what I mean? Like, we're not looking for that in each other. Like, I'm not looking for you to validate, I don't know, (laughs) my invitations or whatever. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to explain that. But I'm like, I'm not looking for you in that same sense that I would be looking for you. From a partner. From a partner, right. Yeah, I follow. So we get that separately. And then we just get to hang out and, like, gabble away or whatever the word is. Yeah. Um, You know? I think that plays a big part in it. And, like, when you talk about your other friends, rather than being jealous that you have other friends, (laughs) I am, like, interested in their lives. And I want to know how they're doing. And I'm excited that you have somebody else in your life that makes you feel special and whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I I completely get that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any other pitfalls? Uh, that's what I'm looking or for potential now. Potential pitfalls. Um, twos can inevitably feel held back by the more needier partner because there could be one that is more like emotionally depraved than the other. Mm. I don't really know that that re- applies to us either. I think if we were in an unhealthy version of ourselves, yeah. And we've known a couple of unhealthy twos, like in their in their unhealthy version of two, and. It was unwell. <laughs> it was unwell. And I think it it pretty, like, strongly impacted our lives in a negative way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. On to Enneagram Type 2 with an Enneagram Type 3. Woo-woo. So both Enneagram 2s and 3s are driven by their feelings. Again, Type 2 is a wing 3. Mm-hmm. Three has a wing two. So anyone between one, two, and three, those wings for a type two, if you are a type two, you're going to feel a connection with them, have similar things in common. Mm-hmm. 
um, might identify help like more strongly with one than the other. Yeah. So both twos and threes are driven by their feelings and emotional needs, although this is not always apparent in the cases of threes. Both are driven by their need for attention and the desire to be loved, although it is not always apparent in the case of the twos. But for these reasons, both are oriented towards people and toward activities that will place them in the spotlight. This makes the two-three couple one of the most interpersonal, attractive, and impactful pairings possible. Wow. Individually and collectively, they are outgoing, sociable, high-spirited, charming, and often physically attractive. (laughs) I'll take it. (laughs) I don't really know how that has to do with your Enneagram, but okay. No. Um, Both know how to make a favorable impression on people and to win them over. Each type brings energy, personal and social ambition, the ability to communicate with people, and to make others feel like they are the center of attention. Both know how to get people to like them and to rally support to achieve their goals. Twos, in particular, bring a more personal, individual focus to their interactions with others. They are thoughtful and follow up exchanges with genuine kindness and compassion. Threes bring bring flexibility, charm, practicality, and goal-oriented vision for ways the couple can improve. Twos like to feel proud of their loved ones, and threes want to make their partner proud. Yeah, that makes a lot of all of that makes pretty pretty good sense. Do you want to talk about what a type three is? Oh yeah, sorry. Uh huh. I sure can. No, no, no. You're good. I just was thinking as I'm reading this, we haven't there said that yet. Are people here <laughs> who may not know much about type three? Mm-hmm. Okay, so three is the achiever, the success oriented, pragmatic type, adaptive, excelling, driven, and image conscious. See, I also feel like I identify with type three, too. I don't. <laughs> I don't feel like I. I OK, I would perceive myself as adaptive. Very adaptive. Um, I think I think I identify with type three in the emotional sense. OK, like when I say success oriented, like for me, the idea of success is very different. I think than what, like, it's not, I don't really care about my career. <laughs> Sorry, job. Um, like I, I mean, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking about like my relationships with people and if they're successful or not. And yeah. if I'm providing something in their lives, typical type two. Um, and yeah, like image conscious, I'm thinking of what do my friends think of me? <laughs> not so much like what do I look like image conscious you know what I mean mean, but I think image conscious could be both Mm -hmm. right it doesn't necessarily have to be physical it Mm -hmm. could be what is my image of how the world views me yeah um yeah so reading this again like there are so many aspects of how twos and threes work together I think them saying like twos and threes are basically like a power couple Mm -hmm. together Mm -hmm. because a couple things like they are outgoing sociable high-spirited charming they know how to make a favorable impression they know how to win people over mm-hmm. i mean i think even in the relationships that we know with people who are threes that's very true mm-hmm. yeah i think that's very very true i um 
I think like the energy that a three brings to a room is like contagious. Yeah. You know, like the threes that we have in our lives, I would trust them around my most awkward colleagues. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I'm like, please take this conversation and make it something like because I can't handle this. You know Please what I mean? Please help. I I'm stressed. And I know that that type three that I bring in, not an awkward minute will go by if they're in the room, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think power couple is so, is so interesting. I'm thinking about like if I was dating one of our friends, one of our very mutual best friends that I'm thinking of, if she and I were dating, <laughs> I'm dating all my girlfriends. Um, if she and I were dating, I think we would be kind of a power couple because I think I would provide a lot of encouragement that would benefit her. And I think she would like steer me in the right direction. Well, it says, you know, twos bring more personal individual focus to their interactions mm-hmm. while threes bring flexibility, charm, practicality, and goal oriented vision i mean with that friend in particular the goal oriented vision like mm-hmm. so strong so strong i wish i could, i know could see things that clearly i know it's so impressive and the charm and practicality like being yeah. i mean she's somebody that can talk to literally anyone anyone i would leave her in the room with like my scariest in-laws <laughs> and, <laughs> and very much walk away knowing this person's entire life story mm-hmm. like can just talk to like you. it's nothing and it's so like impressive. it's nothing like it's like the easiest thing anybody's ever done right like doesn't even is, think twice this is a just a normal interaction that i have with everybody i'm like <laughs> literally everyone i could never we were at a waffle house together one time and she made friends with our waiter and like got his information to help him with something he was doing in his personal life oh i know and I was sitting there, like, cowering in the corner because I'm so introverted. I was terrified. <laughs> you know? And she's just, like, excelling, making connections. What's that? Uh, networking. Oh, my God. Expert networkers. Incredible. Threes network their ass off. I mean, charm and practicality also. Mm-hmm. You want to go, you know, make friends with somebody. Being charming is definitely the best one that you can have yeah. on your <laughs> on your plate. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see power couple there. Um, I mean, it also says that this pair really works as a team. So twos put the spotlight on others and threes like to be in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And wow, is that ever that true? That is so <laughs> freaking true. I mean, I will say there are times when growing up, I think I might have had a ho- like a much stronger wing three. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did theater. I yeah. love to be on the stage. I love to be the center of attention. Yeah. I am not so much that way now. Mm-hmm. Me neither. I danced like yeah. on stage, like <laughs> on stage, like tap and jazz, not like stripper. <laughs> Just to clarify, <laughs> I sincerely hope that you were not a twelve-year-old on the I, stripper pole. I was not. Thank God. Um, but yeah, like twos like to be the power behind the throne, and threes like to be happy being the point person for the couple or like Mm, the group i can really easily see that like Like, i can so clearly see that happening that dynamic with our mutual friend Mm -hmm. so true like she's always the one like this 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 and this this is what we're doing people ask a question i'm like i don't know ask her (laughs) right she knows everything we are happy to be over here encouraging Mm -hmm. and telling her yay go you i'm gonna build you up and put you on this pedestal Mm -hmm. and we're gonna 
encourage you all day long, mm-hmm. but I don't want to be necessarily in the spotlight center of attention right. when we're in a huge group setting and no. there's lots of people around. People are looking at her. Yeah. And she's thriving. Totally thriving. Thriving. And it's not necessarily that neither of us would thrive in that situation. It's just we don't necessarily want to be in that yeah. situation. No, if you put me in that situation, okay, I'll figure it out. But um, I may not be thriving. <laughs> like she is thriving. I think I'm a little in between you and mm, her. Probably, yeah. In terms of I like it sometimes. Mm. And when it's in like a work situation, if I'm at a conference or I am at – like a work group event where I'm meeting a ton of people, I want to shine. I'm like, this is my time to shine. Look at me. Listen to me. I am awesome. Like, I know I'm great. Come talk to me. Come meet me. Shut up. But then it's more of when it's a situation that I'm not as confident about myself and I'm definitely a little bit more insecure where I'm like, whoa, 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 take the spotlight off me. Look at somebody else. Look at her. Yeah. I'm that way with like emotional advice. (laughs) 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 If, if, anybody you can refer anyone to me and I'm like I want to help you talk through your emotions work um if I could just blend into the corner in the background that'd be great thanks um but as far as like helping people process things and like oh you know what you should talk to my friend Charlotte she's so good at this she would really be good at helping you process this that would make me feel like a freaking queen oh my god Nothing you could do in the whole world would make me feel better than that. Genuinely. Well, I mean, most of the time I need anything emotionally. I'm always like, who's the first person I'm calling? Oh, Charlotte. (laughs) Maybe I really should be a therapist. I think you might have missed your calling. But hey, it's never too late. That's true. That's true. It's really interesting reading this and thinking about like our friendship Mm -hmm. and our group setting and having a type three in our group and Mm -hmm. how what that looks like. We're definitely going to have to have her on. Mm-hmm. to talk and get her perspective um yeah I think we should I think I think that would be fun yeah it'd be really interesting and I, I think we should interview friends that we know from every type if we can collect them all like Pokemon <laughs> collect them all <laughs> because like we said I want to deep dive into each one you know yeah yeah for sure I also again if you know us you are contractually obligated mm-hmm. to complete this test mm-hmm. and if you don't um, I'm taking it as a personal insult. Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, let's talk about potential trouble spots. Yeah, or issues. So, being such a conscious star power also can be like self conscious, even though it's extroverted as like wow, power couple, super. Like, you mean like the type three is insecure? Both. Oh, both. And then they become even more conscious of each other. Oh. Twos get jealous and possessive of threes. They can fall into an I made you, you owe me syndrome. (gasps) No. Feeling used and unappreciated. Oh. For all their apparent willingness to take second place, twos want to be recognized privately. Yeah, that's true. And be made to feel that they are important. Mm Mm-hmm. But threes typically find it difficult to thank others for their success or share the glory. Threes also may feel that twos overestimate their contributions. Oh, that makes me feel bad. (laughs) That they take. Like if she said it to her face. I know that they take (laughs) credit for too much, sometimes embarrassingly in public. Oof. As a result, twos can start to undermine the three's confidence to get the three to feel that he or she depends on the two. 
Threes react quickly and strongly to perceived criticism and potentially humiliation by distracting themselves, inevitably creating more anxiety and manipulation in the two, a vicious cycle. Wow. That is nasty. It is nasty. Um, wow. That's a lot to unpack. Yeah, it is. I think this is probably more relevant for an actual relationship, yeah. like a couple, people mm-hmm. who are in a partnership, mm-hmm. not necessarily a friendship. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like we are ever like, I made you. I did this for you. <laughs> no. no. You need to thank me. No. But I do think we... But I think that's because we have boundaries. Well, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, we are not giving our 100% to our friend because they are not our partner. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. For sure. Like, just like with us, because that, like, we don't have that, that, like, pitfall that you were reading about with double twos because we are not giving our all to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. I think it's also a part of the fact that we do kind of need that hey appreciation and validation behind the scenes of maybe it's something we talked about emotionally or this friend came to us with a problem and we help them talk through it and work through it i sometimes feel like okay i need like a hey you're so right thank you so much for pointing that out to me but i also feel like this friend is really good at doing that too she is she is i don't not in the moment later yeah for Mm -hmm. sure like i think she's really good at acknowledging hey, mm-hmm. I, you really helped me through this process and mm-hmm. I really appreciated that. Thank you. And you know what else she does that kind of blows my mind, just gave me chills on my whole body thinking about it, um, is that she will even say in talking to other people, Charlotte gave me this great advice. Yeah. I want to pass it on. And I'm like, ah, I did give you great yeah. advice. We're amazing. And I'm like, so it makes me feel, oh my God, I literally feel like I cry. I got full body chills. It makes me feel so good, which is so small. So everybody out there, if you're a type three and you're with a type two, please do that. Or any, I don't even think you have to be a type three. I think no. type twos like that validation. They do. That is the validation of, hey, I see you. I acknowledge you. I mm-hmm. heard you. Mm-hmm. And I know like all of the love that you put into what you did for me. Yeah. The validation is big for it's sure. It's really big. Yeah. It just makes us feel wanted mm-hmm. yeah and, and appreciated loved. appreciated all the things mm-hmm. um i will say though as a type three <laughs> i was interested in the stuff you said at the beginning like about like they are also an emotional type because i don't i re- really need to have her on i do not think she would identify <laughs> i think she does pretty much anything she can to avoid her emotions you know Yes, but I also think that she is emotional internally, maybe not externally. Right, yes, 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 Um. yes. And I think sometimes I irritate her because I'm like, can we talk about your emotions now? <laughs> and she's like, I don't want to. And I'm like, great, we're going to. Okay, great, anyways. <laughs> we need to talk about this. You can't keep it in forever, I right? Know. Oh, I can't wait till we have her on. Um. Hopefully she's willing to. I think too. she would. Um. Of all of our friends, I think she would. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, more potential conflicts. Sorry, I'm totally just jumping right back in. No, please. Please, um, please. Potential conflicts that can arise because neither twos nor threes are particularly introspective, nor are they very interested in their own underlying motives. False. False. I would call false on that real hard. I, okay, but okay, 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 wait, wait, let's take a minute. 
I, when, <laughs> I don't know why this doesn't make any sense just for the record, which is ironic because it's literally introspective, but as a type two in a friendship, I am very, very introspective because I, I always am like triple checking my motives behind what I'm doing and saying with my friends. And like, I'm wanting to constantly be helpful to them. <laughs> yeah. Um, like you're not trying to come from a place of, I don't hurt. ever want to affect them negatively in any way. Right. But in my relationship, my marriage, I am maybe not so introspective on the motives behind why I do something. Or if I know something, I'm more likely to just accept that like, okay, that's just what it is rather than like work to fix it. <laughs> Interesting. I know. I think I am highly, what's the word I'm looking for? What are we talking about? Introspective. introspective. Yeah. I think I'm highly introspective. Mm, me too. I. In general, me too. But in my marriage. Yeah. No, no see, I very much have always been somebody who's very hyper aware of myself. Mm-hmm. And I think through, I know I am this way because of X, Y, Z. Even when I went to therapy, like talking to a therapist for the first time. Yeah. I was telling my therapist, I know I am this way because of this, this, and this. And my therapist was like, wow, you are really intuitive and you are very aware of yourself. Like Mm -hmm. your self-awareness is so like that muscle has been worked so much. I'm like, I try to be hyper Mm self-aware because again, I want to lead with kindness in everything that I do. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, we're we're imperfect humans. Mm-hmm. Nobody is perfect. Right. We all get angry sometimes. We all act irrationally. Sometimes things come out and we're like, oh my gosh, I was mean and I didn't mean to be. Mm-hmm. And why did I come out that way? Mm-hmm. It's definitely harder in marriage and relationships and partnerships. Yeah. Like dating. Yeah. Because I think we're quicker to anger. Oh, I sure am. Poor hubby. Than we are with a friend. Mm-hmm. And even with, like, I think about my relationship with my mom and my dad and, like, my like that parental relationship growing up. I was yeah. much quicker to, like, snap at my mom mm-hmm. or, you know, snap at my husband because they're an easier target. Yeah. Well, and that's and not I fair think, to them. Yeah. And I think it's, like, that classic saying of, like, whoever you're closest to is who you're meanest to. Yeah. Because you're being an unfiltered version of yourself. You're you're intentionally not filtering because filtering takes would, energy. Takes energy is in what's the word in um, authentic. Um, it's yeah. It's just like I'm not gonna filter who I am with my husband. That's crazy. You know what I mean? But my whole meaning behind that statement is also that I know when I am that way towards my mom or towards mm-hmm. my husband not so much my mom anymore now that I'm an adult but growing up living in the same house as them yeah I would take and I definitely take time now as an adult anytime I snap at my husband or I get angry or something hurts my feelings and we get into like a a tiff or an Mm -hmm. argument it's very much the I am taking a beat asking myself why did that happen was there something that was triggering was there something that I didn't realize Mm -hmm. really bothered me and Mm -hmm. I wasn't expressing myself correctly. Mm -hmm. I clearly need to communicate more effectively. Yeah. And this is a communication issue. He didn't actually do anything wrong or my mom didn't actually do anything wrong. She Mm -hmm. hurt my feelings because of something that happened way long ago. Yeah. And I just didn't communicate that. I think 
And that's a part of growth, too. Though, that right? is a part of growth. I think also, though, at least for me, this may, may not be applicable for you. Um, I don't express my anger to friends as much as I will express it to my husband or my mom or my dad. You know what I mean? Like, if they piss me off, if any of those three people piss me off, my parents or my husband, I will tell them they pissed me off. Yeah. I will express that to them because I'm like, you're stuck. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, as it's like family versus a friendship. Yeah. Because I'm afraid in my friendships, if I truly express that somebody hurt me, hurt me, they might leave or decide it's not worth the effort to fix it or whatever. There are very few friendships that have actually even gotten into an argument with them and stayed friends. Yeah. Or gotten in an argument at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, I think it's a fine line, right? It's mm-hmm. it's very difficult to mm-hmm. argue or disagree with friends. It is. I don't know that I've... Yeah. I mean, I... When I get upset with somebody, especially in a friend group, I am more likely to internalize it and think that I did something wrong versus that they might have done something. And... The yeah, backside of that is I should probably just say, hey, you kind of hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. But I usually just let it fall off my shoulders and act like nothing happened mm-hmm. versus face the confrontation, which is mm-hmm. not necessarily the best advice. We are not giving are this advice to you and telling advice. you that you should avoid your problems with friendships. You should definitely talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's just very difficult. It is. And like the only time that you and I have ever had a moment where I expressed that you hurt my feelings I was already pissed off. Like, I was already having a bad day. Yeah. I was having a horrible day. Yeah. Really awful day. <laughs> I don't even like, remember what you're talking about. Aside from what we had gone on, um, it was like you canceled something last minute. Oh, yeah. And I was, like, killing myself to get to that appointment because yeah. I was having such a shit day. So, in reality, you helped me a lot. Genuinely, you really did. <laughs> but I was having such a bad day that I was like, oh, my God. And I think the irony of of the anger that I was feeling versus what I actually told you, which was like, hey, next time, can you not do this? That's I think that's literally all I said. I can't remember now. If you remember differently, please correct me. I very like as you're telling me what the situation was, Mm -hmm. I very vaguely remember this. Mm -hmm. And I think I genuinely just said clearly it was not something that stuck in my head. No, because it wasn't. (laughs) We didn't even. We were texting. We did not even talk in person about it until this moment right now. <laughs> On record. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Live for everyone. <laughs> no, no, no. But I I think I literally just texted you and was like, hey, can you not do this again? I was really looking forward to it or something like that. Like, that is all I expressed. Yeah. And you were like, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Of course. I will keep in. I will keep that in mind. And I was like, okay, cool. Although I don't think I've canceled anything last minute since you said that. <laughs> no, you, haven't. you haven't. And I'm so sorry. If you need to cancel last minute, please know it was just a bad day. Um, but I think even the next time we met, you were like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. What are you talking about? And you were like, well, you expressed anger. <laughs> Like, you were mad at me. I was like, I know. Wasn't that weird? <laughs> like, I was even like crazy right i was being so brave (laughs) it was brave it was you should express your anger people out there well in in a a healthy healthy way way. (laughs) in a healthy way 
you know, have the tough conversations, have the conversations that are uncomfortable because that's a part of the human experience. And if a friend is worth it, they will stick around through that. They will. And it's kind of an easy way to weed people out, honestly. I will say I very rarely have a problem with a friend where it comes to the point where I need to sit down and have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Like it has not come to a point where I feel so much like you have deeply hurt me. If it Mm -hmm. comes to that point, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's only ever happened once and it was a Mm -hmm. situation that it was not worth even having a conversation. Mm -hmm. It was like you have crossed a line. Yeah. We're done. Goodbye. Yeah. This was fine. Mm -hmm. I I am heartbroken over this. Yeah. But it is not worth it to me to even attempt to repair what has happened Mm -hmm. versus. Yeah hey you pissed me off today but like is it even worth bringing it up is this a me problem or is this something you actually did that deeply hurt me that we might need to have a conversation about mm-hmm. and av- having that internal dialogue with myself of being introspective which is so ironic that this is saying that we are not introspective yeah but I will say gosh I wish our other friend was here our type 3 friend was here to bring it back to type 3 but also like connect with what you just said I have also had friendships where somebody hurt me so badly that I just disappeared from their lives. Like I was like, mm, nope, I'm not even talking to you. I'm no, you don't even deserve to know what you did. I just hope you stew in my disappearance for forever. You know what I mean? Um, not literally, but you know. <laughs> um, and I expressed that to our type three friend, like when we were first getting to know each other, but not like expressed it to her as like, don't hurt me or I'm going to disappear. You know what I mean? But more of just like, oh, well, when I've had friend breakups, it's just been this way. And when I've had friend breakups, it's been this way, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we were just getting to know each other. And like, she let me know later that that was like freaky for her, that I just can disappear from people's lives um, without warning. <laughs> and I had to kind of clarify it was not an easy choice for me. I was really, really hurt. And I think about it all the time. Um, and it's more of like a self-protection mechanism <laughs> than it is like an evil, malicious Hey, I'm act. just disappearing from your life. Right, 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 right. It's, Good luck. <laughs> yeah. It's more of like, I can't handle this. I can't even handle a conversation about this. I have to go. Yeah. So anyways... I just think that's interesting because I think that's probably a very type two thing is to not like to avoid conflict to that extent. You yep. know? <laughs> um, I would be very interested how to see how our type three friend feels about the introspective mm-hmm. and like underlying motives of why they are the way they are, or why they do and act the same way that they do. Yeah. yeah. Um, versus how we view it. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of wrapping things up towards the type two type three um a little bit le- about what you know Enneagram Institute says is the twos fundamentally feel that threes put work and career before them their children their home life their primary values of the two mm, um they I can see that <laughs> if we were married to her <laughs> they feel that threes are too focused on success mm. that they are missing the really valuable things in life and threes on the other hand can feel stifled by the twos insistence on the need <laughs> to spend time together uh-huh threes feel twos are smothering and emotionally manipulative <laughs> 
<laughs> we have literally been in a car with her before. And we have been just like mushy and loving in our conversation. And she's been like, oh my God, get me out of this car. <laughs> she has said those exact words. That's yeah. so ironic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny to, and I really want to know what our husbands are now. We're going to have to make them take this test before our next yeah. episode. But like, I can definitely see also, literally, I was just saying a second ago that when I view success oriented, I do not think of my career. Yeah. So the irony of like, I would think if she and I were married, that her career was too important to her. I would genuinely think that. I think, I mean, as type two, and this is my personal experience, I very highly value my emotional time Mm -hmm. with my husband highly valued my quality time but I think that's also a love language too I don't know if that necessarily has a lot to do with the Enneagram um but how I interact with my friendships how I interact with everyone in my life I'm like I want an intimate conversation I want the true like true who you are yeah nitty-gritty depths of why you are the way that you are I want to know those things about you Mm mm-hmm and the friends that I don't know that about yet, kind of, I think about it all the time. <laughs> I really yeah. do. I want to know so bad. I I'm love like, you I, so much. I need to know. I want you to share and open and tell me your life. And I want to be there to support you and cheer you on. And, yeah. you know, anybody that we don't know that's listening, if you are needing a friend or somebody yeah. to just be big cheerleaders for you, we Ugh. are here. We, we want that here. so much. Um to just give you love and light and encouragement and all the things in between yeah um and if you are a type two out there or any of the three that we've just discussed and friends or in a relationship with the counterpart of the discussions we just had please like comment on our instagram stuff and we can have a discussion in the comment section or dm us even send us an email oh my gosh send us an email we want to know we want to know if you agree if we are the only sappy type twos out there (laughs) also if you're different and if you disagree or have a different take on the situation or even more insight than we have we definitely want to hear your opinions and thoughts or if you're married and you can compare marriage and friendship for sure oh yeah if you guys like this episode if you enjoyed hearing us chat away about our lives and oversharing with everything that we have to say um please like subscribe follow share with your friends um share your information with us we'd love to hear from you thank you guys so much for joining us and hanging out with us this week it was so fun and we will see you next week yay